0: It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights post game show. Now, here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights radio network.
1: Welcome into the Vegas Golden Knights post game show. The Golden Knights defeat the New York Islanders 3 2. Vegas improves to 28, 14, and 6, 62 points on the year. And they halt their winless streak on the road at seven games to help us break this one down we go back up to the radio booth. Bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And you know what, Dan, we'll start with Aiden Hill who showed really no signs of rust in his return to injury. What would you make of Aiden's game? You said it. He did
2: not look like someone who has missed 25 consecutive games. Hmm. Those 25, that includes one he started but did not finish, and then another one a few weeks later he started, did not finish, and only played six minutes. You go back to the 27th of November, the last time he played a full game, it did not look like that. I mean, November 27th, that's right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Think of everything that has happened since then 25 games out of 48 for the Knights. That's half a season that he has missed. But uh, I think that it just goes to show the sort of goaltender that he is, uh, the focus that he puts on his craft, the work that he does with Sean Burke, plus the conditioning that is done out of the view of fans and media. That is uh, taken for granted. I think we just say, oh, you know, somebody's injured or expected back in four weeks or two months, what have you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you don't know. It depends on how that recovery goes. And while that recovery might have been thrown off track a couple of times, no doubt you just double down. So there is a lot of work that goes into it that is not so much about hockey itself, it's just about getting healthy. And then when you are in a hockey game to be at the best and also, just think not only about the recovery, Ryan, but the pressure of things that mm-hmm. the team has. Yeah, they have points in four straight coming in, but they've given up six goals last night. And while Logan Thompson has played well at stretches, Aiden Hill is now 11-2-2. That is mm-hmm. the same record, 11-4, and that he had in the Stanley Cup playoffs and to me it is just a continuation of what he did he came into the game today with the best save percentage and the best goals against average in the national hockey league he just barely qualified for the league leaders and Mm. what do you know he puts in a performance that's basically the same as those numbers just uh, two goals allowed and terrific 40 out of 42 saves and you know you look at
1: the shot clock in this one right obviously it skews to the new york islanders they threw a lot of volume at aiden hill um he was sharp no doubt but how did you how did you view the golden knights from a defensive standpoint just in in relation to how loose they were last night yeah totally different
2: i mean there were shots but we know that when the knights are even playing well that there will be a volume of shots there in fact last year they you know had the highest shots allowed of any season that they've had, and that's almost by design because the Knights are going to do a stronger job in front of the net and allow for outside shots. Well, when you have someone who plays the way Aiden Hill plays, he'll take some of those. Aiden made some very good saves today, but that number is somewhat inflated because there were a number of shots that really didn't have a chance of going in. Mm -hmm. Those numbers still count, of course. Aiden made some big-time stops, but um, it, it seems to me that the Knights were more responsible you know you can look at the takeaway numbers and the giveaway numbers is a little mm-hmm. bit of an indication but i'll summarize by simply saying ryan that they were much more shorthanded with the puck especially coming out of their own zone you heard different interview guests say that the islanders came out with a lot of jump and in my estimation especially early in this game vegas was really together and careful with how it managed the puck how it broke out. Bruce Cassidy talked about the neutral zone play, and there were times where the Islanders managed some resistance. You know, in other words, Vegas got out of its own zone, did a good job of that, but then, you know, got stuck at neutral ice. Uh, Vegas kind of figured that out as the game went along in certain stretches. Islanders managed to get some good recoveries and therefore generate some offensive zone time. So it's not exactly a textbook performance because they did get outshot drastically, and though they produced three goals, one of them was on the power play it seems to me that the, uh, the there was a step in the right direction here and it but it was not quite as impressive as it was you know a couple of games ago uh, when they had say kept uh, Nashville
1: to one goal or the rangers to one goal or even the bruins to just one goal all right great stuff as always dan let's go from dan to bruce cassidy as he addresses the media
3: obviously the d have to work in tandem with them so if they're doing a good job, their gaps can be better, all that, which usually means better defense. So at the end of the day, there's some chances against there that we'll look at that obviously we'll want to correct. But I thought Aiden in his first game back, you don't know what you're going to get. You know, that that can correct a lot of mistakes in a hurry. So give you some confidence. So he certainly did that.
1: How encouraging was it to see him make it through the game and perform <coughs> as well as he did?
3: Yeah, I mean, listen, it took a little longer than we thought to get him back into the game, but that's, that's fine. I mean, he well, didn't respond as well. Some people come back quicker from injury some you know take a little longer f- for whatever reason depending on the type of injury so i'm just glad that it worked out he took the extra time he i'm sure you guys have spoke to me when i talked to him really quick i said like, how are you feeling good i mean i'm sure he's a little fatigued he hasn't played in a while but um see tomorrow if there's any wear and tear on his body but at the end of the day uh it was good to see him back in. The...
4: is it better that he faced a lot of shots for you to just be able to evaluate how, how he looked
3: I think he'd have to answer that I don't think he'd want to face that many uh, there's a happy medium in there probably to be honest with you but penalties in the third period led to fatigue and led to you know momentum for them as well so um, sometimes goalies want action right so they get in they want to feel it and they can stay loose and warm that way um, again as a coach I, I'd rather see it a lot less to be honest so he can ease his way in but I mean they're a good team and they're pressing and um, there is back-to-back game for us where there's going to be a little bit of time to get going. That's fairly typical. Um, but at the end of the day, he managed his way through it.
4: He played Sheldon tonight. Just how important was it for him to contribute in the way he did?
3: Well, it's a big goal. He can score. He had some looks against the Rangers. Nothing against Brisson. We just felt in a back-to-back. One of the issues with the younger guys is strength. Um, in the battles, and we knew it would be a heavy game, and you saw it with Pav, he had, he had a tougher time tonight than he did uh, Corsi had early on, but Corsi found it, you know, he's got great legs, so he used them as the game went on, um, so Ronnie even, you know, like, so the younger guys, when you're a little bit fatigued, it's a tough, you know, it's a tough league if you're not at 100%, and it, that's just the reality of learning to play in the league every night as a young guy, that uh, puck battles and take care of yourself, and you take care of yourself earlier in the year to be better in these games. It's not like, you know, you can do it overnight, right? So that that's just part of the learning curve. And and I was glad to have Remp's in there. He got got a big goal for us. He I thought he competed hard, um, helped us win.
4: Big day for Bill tomorrow. You guys are going to bring the cup to West Point. Just what does it mean for this organization to be able to do something special like that? Well,
3: oh, I think it's awesome. I think Bill was talking about it before we left. He's in a, real excited to do it. I've never been there, so I, I'm looking forward to going. I, Kind of a history guy myself, so I think it'd be a great experience.
1: How challenging or difficult was it to prepare for a team with a new coach?
3: Well, normally I'd say there's some, you know, some stuff you're not sure on how it's going to be. Um, you know, Dom knows Pat a little bit how his style of play from the Quebec League, so we knew the D would be active pinching for sure and squeezing you off. But honestly, we even, we talked about it this morning our game last night in Jersey needed fixing and we didn't have a chance to practice we didn't want to jam the video down on this morning so we did a little bit of our team more more tonight anyway about how we want to play so it kind of worked out well for us and then took a few pieces of what we saw against Dallas um, but they hadn't even practiced I don't think when he went in so you you know it's hard to we're guessing a little bit right and and uh so that's the way we handle it and your
1: team's penalty kill in the third i think you got killed off three penalties there
3: yeah you know what we got ourselves in trouble with offensive zone uh, penalties and those are the ones that you know sometimes come back to bite you but we were able to get the kill did a good job i think each kill we got one big save that you need which is usually the case if you can clear and then settle down and get the job done then you know that that's 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 huge we gave up the shorty which unfortunately take some of the luster off the special teams game, right? But we did get a power play as well, so that canceled.
2: What do you see from <clears> the <throat> right now?
3: A lot of good. Um, you know, he's offensively, he's he's in the middle of the ice, scoring goals from the middle of the ice. He's getting the puck to his wingers and then getting to the net. And so he's still playing his game, Gary, without um, trying to be something he's not. I've noticed that it, a lot of their goals are forecheck. They're, they're playing behind him. And that was a problem the other night. And, it was addressed, and I was happy to see him score early. We was just putting a puck behind. They didn't have ice in front of him. So play behind him, go go get the puck back. They did. Once they're in the O zone, they they all have attributes I think that complement one another. You got a shooter, you got a guy that gets the net, and you got Nick that does a little bit of, of everything. So uh, I liked his game. His special teams he played on all the time anyway. I thought his PK was excellent tonight. nice um, play on the wall and the power play to, to keep a puck moving forward, so it was good.
1: That was head coach Bruce Cassidy as he addressed the media after tonight's 3-2 victory for the Vegas Golden Knights. Again, Vegas improves to 28-14-6, 62 points on the year next in action Friday, 4 o'clock, against the New York Rangers. And with tonight's Golden Knights win, you win as well. Enjoy 31% off menu-priced pizzas at Pizza Hut tomorrow using the code VGKWINS at PizzaHut.com. We're back with more on the VGK Postgame Show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights radio network.
0: back to the Vegas Golden Knights post-game show. Now,
1: here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Welcome back to the VGK post-game show. The Golden Knights defeat the New York Islanders 3-2, 28, 14, and 6, 62 points on the year next in action Friday, 4 o'clock, against the New York Rangers. The post-game injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights, and obviously the big news on the injury front, Aiden Hill. Returned to the lineup for the first time since December 17th. That was when he tried to come back against the Ottawa Senators. He lasted six minutes, 25 seconds in that game. Did not finish, came out of the game. We would not see Aiden Hill again until tonight. So first game action in a little over a month. And the first game that Aiden Hill has completed since November 27th. And if you were looking for an indication of how much the golden knights have missed aiden hill tonight's game is exhibit number one and it's not to take anything away from logan thompson what it is to point what i'm suggesting here what i'm pointing out here aiden hill is a tried and true number one goaltender from a workload perspective you need to see him play the majority of games and injuries have been kind of a question mark for aiden over the last couple of seasons but when he is in the lineup and available He's a legitimate number one goaltender. You just heard from Dan Duva. He was 11-4 in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Delivered a Stanley Cup for the Vegas Golden Knights. And entering today's game, and certainly after today's game, the expectation is that Aiden Hill will still have the best goals against average and the best save percentage of any goaltender in the league so far this season. So when you look at it from that perspective, when you're missing that out of your lineup, it can be a difference maker just inside of a normal game. And then you start to think about how the Golden Knights have been able to roll over both goaltenders when they're both healthy, both Aiden Hill and Logan Thompson. When you can get two games for Aiden, one game for Logan, both guys get to play at least once a week, you give yourself a really good situation in that you should have the more rested goaltender and both guys should be in a rhythm that allows them to excel. So Aiden Hill getting back in this one Hugely important for the Golden Knights as they hit, you know, in the next couple of days, the the bye week and the all-star break. And then obviously when they come out of that in the stretch run of the regular season and into the playoffs. So good news there on the injury front for the Golden Knights as Aiden Hill comes back, wins, and has 41 saves. That routine night for Aiden Hill take a look at the highlights in this game. We go back to the first period, and as we expected coming in, there wasn't much room out there for either side in the first period, but the Golden Knights got settled into their forecheck, and it led to Ivan Barbashev's 12th goal of the year. Deflected away, tumbles out to the right side. Petrangelo shoots, he scores!
2: A broken play. Alex Petrangelo's shot found its way into the goal. Vegas strikes first, 1-0 Knights. There was traffic in front. Ivan Barbashev I believe got a piece of that shot from Alex Petrangelo.
1: Ivan Barbashev from Alex Petrangelo, 11:52 of the first period, made it one to nothing, Vegas. And hey, the Golden Knights scored in the first period tonight, so make sure you have the McDonald's app downloaded to redeem your free French fries of any size at your local McDonald's tomorrow. So the Golden Knights would take a 1-0 lead into the second period, and early in the second, the Islanders took advantage of a delayed penalty against the Golden Knights and tied the game with a perfectly placed shot from Brock Nelson. Nelson to the point. Dobson left, returns it right, Nelson shoots, he scores! Brock Nelson on a delayed penalty, times it 1-1. 21st goal of the year for Brock Nelson, the assist to Alexander Romanov and Noah Dobson. 3-35 of the second period, tied the game at one. But the Golden Knights would answer back with a power play marker as Sheldon Rempel ripped home his first career NHL goal. Right shot, score! Sheldon Rempel!
2: First NHL goal from the right wing side and Vegas has taken a two to one lead.
1: Power play marker for Sheldon Rempel, the first of his NHL career from Nick Waugh and Alex Petrangelo, 7-18 of the second period, made it two to one Vegas. And the Golden Knights extended their lead 90 seconds later as Nick Waugh slammed home a rebound. Here's a steal of neutralized Barbershop, feeds
2: left and a shot from Marcia Soce, rebound, Nick Waugh scores. Vegas has struck twice here in the second period. And now, after leading 1-0 through 20, they've got a 3-1 lead mid-stages
1: of the second period. Nick Waugh's ninth goal of the year from Jonathan Marchessault and Ivan Barbashev, 9-07 in the second period, made it 3-1 Vegas. And then there were a there was a flurry of saves from Aiden Hill in his return to keep the Golden Knights up by two. Attempt blocked by McNabb. To the right circle, a try, kick, save, Hill. Rebound, another try, save, Hill. A third try, save, and the rebound to the right corner. Aiden Hill making his mark on this game, especially there in the second period. So the Golden Knights would take a two-goal lead into the third period, and they had a great chance to put the game away on the power play midway through the third, but the Islanders pushed back as Jean-Gabriel Pajot scored scored a shorthanded goal to make it a one-goal game.
2: Off door, a Fiam stick, and the Islanders break out short handed, three on two across the line left wing. Drop pass, far side, a shot, score! Shorthanded handed goal for New York, John Gabriel Pajot. It's the ninth short handed goal of the season for New
1: York, and it's a one goal game. J.G. Pajot, his sixth goal of the year from Simon Holmstrom and Adam Pellick, a short handed marker at 9.26 26 in the third period, made it a one goal game, three to two, Vegas. And you knew that Patrick Waugh would look to get Ilya Orokin off. You knew that there would be a push back from the Islanders down the stretch with the goaltender out for the extra attacker. The Islanders would push till the end, but all that was left in this game was the final call. Barzell running out of time, six
2: seconds, feeds left wing across the line on the far side. A drive is wide of the cage. One second and a shot at the horn is blocked and the game is over. The Knights win in Aiden Hill's return. 40-plus saves for Aiden Hill. Knights win 3-2 on Long Island.
1: There you have it. 3-2 the finals The Golden Knights. Defeat the New York Islanders 3-2, 28-14-6, six, 62 points on the year. Vegas next in action Friday, 4 o'clock, against the New York Rangers. We're back with more on the postgame show. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: Back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: Welcome back to the VGK postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the New York Islanders 3-2. Vegas 28-14-6, 62 points on the year. Next in action, Friday, 4 o'clock against the New York Rangers. Then they'll play Saturday against the Detroit Red Wings, and then they'll be off for the better part of a week. By week, NHL All-Star break for the Vegas Golden Knights. And boy oh boy, like getting to this part of the season is, you know, one of those like markers you have. Like it's a mile marker, right? Like you've got to put yourself in a good spot, in a good position, especially if you're the Vegas Golden Knights and you have those designs of repeating as champion. Now, I'm not gonna sit here and say that the Golden Knights first half of the season has been perfect by any stretch. It started off that way. 11-0-1, you couldn't really ask for much more from the Golden Knights. And then, you know, we, we, we've we talked a bit about that skid in December and how it kind of bled over into the first couple of games of the new year for the Golden Knights, and then obviously we've, we've talked about injuries, right? You, you do get some help in that regard with Aiden Hill coming back. And, and Like, if you if you were on the fence as to how much of a difference maker Aiden Hill can be, tonight's an example of that. Like, he hasn't finished a game in over two months. And he comes in and looks no different than he did the night of November 27th. Like, not no different at all. A- and that speaks to the consistency, obviously, in his game, how hard he worked through the rehab process. Like, sure. But Aiden Hill is a difference maker for this Vegas Golden Knights team. And getting him back now and hopefully in full health, and hopefully in full health the rest of the season, it gives you a one-two punch in goal. Now, having said that, considering Logan Thompson has played significantly more games to this point than Aiden, I would expect that you're going to see a split of two games for Aiden, one game for Logan. Two out of every three is the expectation that I have anyway when it comes to Aiden Hill and his starts. And maybe there are moments inside of the, the season where the schedule allows to go a little bit more extended with with aiden like we'll see when that comes but checking in right now with the vegas golden knights and where they're at 62 points as i mentioned still second place in the pacific division six points back of the vancouver canucks and then you look at the edmonton oilers they've won 13 games in a row that's i'm not misspeaking there they have won 13 games in a row check in right now they're playing tonight against the columbus blue jackets it's one to one after two so the edmonton oilers right now sit nine points back of the vegas golden knights if edmonton wins their 14th game in a row they'll be seven points back if not then the golden knights have increased the cushion that they have over the edmonton oilers now edmonton's got some games in hand but the fact of the matter is for the golden knights right now you have to win games results matter points matter the fact that they have pulled points out of five games in a row is important for this team as they inch closer and closer and closer to the bye week and the all-star break and you know you look at what they did last season they weren't able to pull points out of those games leading into the bye week and the all-star break this is a different set of circumstances for the golden knights yes they leveled out a little bit there in december and the early part of january but they've seemed to push in the right direction prior to the bye week and the all-star break and i really think that that's what they needed in order to kind of stay where they were and keep their lead over edmonton and la and push a little bit to the vancouver canucks who at this point in the season have not had a skid at all like the vancouver canucks have been unreal all season long and for the golden knights you have to bank points here to give yourself a chance to catch them down the stretch we're back to wrap it up next on the vgk Game show you're listening to the vegas golden knights radio network
0: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace.
1: Welcome back to the VGK postgame show. The Golden Knights defeat the New York Islanders 3-2. Vegas 28-14-6, 62 points on the year. Firmly in second place in the Pacific Division next in action Friday, 4 o'clock, against the New York Rangers. Just two more games between now and the bye week for the Vegas Golden Knights. And an opportunity to turn what is shaping up to be a really good road trip into a great road trip. You pick up a win in either New York or Detroit, and you've taken five out of eight points. That's huge. You always want to be 500 or, or, or greater on the road. And I think for the Golden Knights, if they can uh, if they can do some damage here in the next couple of games, it, it you'll be feeling great about where they're at going into the bye week in the All-Star break. Uh, tonight's game recap is brought to you by Window Universal Windows and Solar. You know, for the Golden Knights, they, st- they score first, right? And that's kind of been a theme for them of late, certainly over this point streak of the last five games. Golden Knights have been able to find that first goal of the game. They've been able to push in the right direction, I thought structurally in the first period. They were really, really good you know obviously the islanders pushed back in the second period but the golden knights were more opportunistic they were able to break up uh, break out a, a two goal lead going into the third period and you know we talked about how important a two goal lead would have been for the golden knights going into the third last night against the new jersey devils and it kind of works out that way that they get the two goal lead tonight and they bend they don't break right like obviously the islanders had a push obviously there were quite a few volume or a lot of it was a lot of volume of shots from the islanders but again i thought the golden knights for the most part all night long kept things away from the middle of the ice trusted their goaltender to make those initial saves on the shots from the outside and did a really good job boxing out and clearing rebounds and if the golden knights are going to play to that structure and that identity they're going to be able to win games and they'll they won't matter if they're at home or on the road they'll be able to pick up points in the standings consistently That's going to do it for us here on the VGK Post Game Show. Extended Post Game Show is next. You're listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network.
0: Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network Post Game Show. For the station staying on for more game highlights, interviews, and your phone calls coming up next at 702-876-1340. Good night and thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now, here's your host,
1: Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, Golden Knights defeat the New York Islanders 3-2. Vegas improves to 28, 14, and six, sixty-two points on the year. Next in action, Friday, 4 o'clock against the New York Rangers. 702-876-1340. That's the number. 702-876-1340. We're able to do, when you look at Aiden Hill and, and how much of an impact he was in this game tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights, like, I don't know how you go in any other direction here. So this can be If you want it to, this can be an Aiden Hill appreciation half hour. This can be a moment to gush over Aiden Hill, to talk about how important he was for the Golden Knights in this game tonight, and really any other direction that you want to go here. 702-876-1340, that's the number. Let's go out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing?
5: We'll let others talk about Aiden at more or less speaks for itself. I'm more worried about the kind of play that the two of them are going to get after the All-Star break, because there's there's just no games, and that'll be more interesting, I think, when we get to that point. Um, I'll keep an eye on Edmonton too as they play the third period. But nonetheless, uh, you know, getting six points out of this road trip, if it's meant to be that is really outstanding. This is something that I think every fan would be pleased with. And I think now we have a real shot at doing that. Uh, And I won't have the temerity to suggest seven, but we could. And uh, it's just nice. Every time I question Bruce Cassidy and, and wonder what is he doing or what is he saying, he does what he did tonight. He lambasted his troops last night, maybe rightfully so which we've never heard him do, at least not to that degree. Mm. And then they come back tonight with a renewed vigor that can only be expressed as, well, somebody took notice of what he had to say because they sure stepped up their game. And so I guess Coach Cassidy speaks for himself. We don't need to question anything that he says or does. Uh, Another question that I have um, concerns our power play. Mm. One thing the coach does not work on in practice, is when a power play begins, you start it with a face-off in the O-Zone. That's true every time, is it not, Ryan? Yeah. Okay, that's true every time. So what we do is we drop the puck at the blue line, we skate in, and we have a power play. Well, the problem is this. We lose the face-off so much that our power play does not begin in the O-Zone until 20 seconds into the PP. And I think that long term is not something you want to do.
1: Yeah, I I don't disagree with you, Mike. And, and thanks for the call. But you also have to recognize that Jack Eichel's out of the lineup. Will, William Carlson's out of the lineup, and those would be guys that you are counting on to take those faceoffs. Now, that being said, Nick was probably your best faceoff guy, uh, at least statistically this season. And you know, you you can't really. I mean, you can work on that, I guess, to a degree, but you're never going to be able to work on it truly in practice because you cannot replicate in practice how much the opposition is going to be hunting for that puck in the same way that it's important to the power play. It's vitally important to a successful penalty kill. So uh, you, just, you, cannot, you cannot replicate that intensity. You just can't do it. Now, that being said, I, I do think that face-offs can be an area of, of improvement for the Golden Knights, but that's more on an individual basis. And it's more about just trusting and understanding what you have to do if you do lose the faceoff. Uh, but, you know, the Golden Knights also won the special teams battle in terms of the power play. They do get a power play goal today uh, from Sheldon Rempel. And, you know, I I think that right now with the power play, you, you kind of have to live with what you've got when you've got some key players out of the lineup. That's more or less my two cents on it. Uh, 702-876-1340. If you want more opinions on this program, you need to pick up the phone, and you need to give me a call right now and voice your opinions on the Vegas Golden Knights. Let's go out to the phone lines, bring in Javier. Hey, Javier, how you doing?
4: Hey, I'm doing well, uh, Ryan. How are you? I'm great. Good. Uh, just want to actually first say that uh, I am calling you as a former Vegas resident, but I am forever uh, a Vegas Golden Knights fan. So I awesome. moved up to Northern California, but I stay tapped into you guys and really appreciate the work that uh, you guys do um, with the uh, radio. So, just want to say that first and foremost. Uh, second, I guess uh, it's, we're, it's as far as um, what's going on with the Knights. It, it seems like uh, we're seeing what we experienced about two years ago uh, with you know being plagued with injuries and things like that. Um, but I feel like the uh, X factor here is now like we have a new coaching staff, uh, we have a new head coach, and I feel like he, given the pieces he, he has, he's able to make it work. Um, yeah. And so I'm definitely appreciative of that. Uh, and I think for me right now, I'm just, I'm just like, hopeful for the, for the team to just make it uh, to uh, the All-Star break because I feel like last year um, what we were dealing with was uh, we were great on the road, but we were 50-50 at home, uh, which was kind of a, a, an odd thing. But then, uh, you know, post-All-Star uh, break from last year, the, the team just took off. And so I'm kind of hoping uh, that, yeah, uh, kind of a post-All-Star break that we're kind of able to kind of re- uh, refresh, regroup, and uh, you know lead that charge uh, once again to go back to back.
1: Yeah, that's a great observation there, Javier. Thanks so much for the call, and thanks for for continuing to to listen in uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights, uh, even in Northern California. Um, you know, I, I think the fact that they've kind of rounded their game into form going into the bye week in the All Star break, I think that that's important. You. You couldn't really afford to wait until after to get your game in order, uh, which is why Bruce Cassidy was so, so pointed in his commentary last night because that felt like a step in the wrong direction for the Golden Knights who, to that point, had had really put together uh, a strong four or five-game sample size. So uh, to your point, I think that Bruce really does maximize the players that he's got in the lineup, and it might take a little bit of time, but look at Nick Waugh, right? Over the last five games, he's got eight points. Nick Wah has been a difference maker. It didn't start immediately when he had to step in for Jack Eichel alongside Barbashev and Marcheseau. But now that he is just focused on being the best version of Nick Wah, he has been an absolute driver for that line, which is what you're hoping for. And you know, to your point, I think Bruce Cassidy just really has a way of getting the most out of the players that he has. Even if it takes a little bit of time, he'll get there, and I think that's something Golden Knights fans should should be pretty appreciative of with Bruce Cassidy at the helm. Let's go back out to the phone lines, bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Ryan? Well, I'm good.
4: Uh, so always fun to see Nick Waugh, known cat dad, uh, having a great uh, little portion of the season here. Hopefully he keeps that up. I do really like seeing him playing up there um, and getting some of those top-line minutes. He has been showing that he is capable of it um two points out of this one is great but even better than that is a full 60 minutes out of Aiden Hill like that's all I really wanted to see out of this game and you know not going to complain about the two points for sure so happy we got those but really glad to see Aiden Hill back in there and uh, making some very great save sequences too
1: yeah I'm right there with you Stephanie thanks so much for the call I appreciate it Aiden Hill was phenomenal in his first game action in a little bit over a month, his first completed game in a little over two months. He didn't look like he missed any time, and that is – it speaks to Aiden Hill. It speaks to his talent for sure. It speaks to the structure from the Golden Knights in front of him, but he was phenomenal in this game for Vegas and will be a difference maker – down the road for the golden knights 702-876-1340 you can give us a call or you can send us a text but hey call me old-fashioned i'd rather you call in to a talk radio show uh, again if you want more opinions on this broadcast if you want more opinions on the vegas golden knights here in this block of time you got to pick up the phone you got to dial in right now 702-876-1340 more of your phone calls on the other side of the break it's the extended post-game show fox sports las vegas
0: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
1: Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 3-2. The Vegas Golden Knights defeat the New York Islanders. Vegas improves to 28, 14, and 6, 62 points on the year. Next in action, Friday 4 o'clock against the New York Rangers. And then just one more game between the Vegas Golden Knights and the NHL bye week and the All-Star break. And just a real quick update here. Not to break anybody's heart or anything, but the Edmonton Oilers are up 3-1 to now on the Columbus Blue Jackets. Edmonton vying for their 14th win in a row. Yes, seriously, the four, their 14th win in a row. We'll see if that comes to pass, but right now it's looking good for the Edmonton Oilers, who would then be just seven points back of the Vegas Golden Knights with a 14th win in a row. 702-876-1340, that's the number you can hit us here on the phones or on the text line same number 702-876-1340 you know the beautiful thing about the text line is it's always open so we're always getting feedback we're always finding out ways in which we can improve the game and one of those one such instance was more calls on the post game show and listen i'm all for it i think it's amazing you you want to hear more opinions you want to hear more from your fellow fans that's great. Pick up the phone. Give me a call right now. If you've thought that, if you want more opinion here, different viewpoints on the Vegas Golden Knights, you got to pick up the phone. you got to call in right now, 702-876-1340. This was an interesting game for Bruce Cassidy in a number of uh, on a number of levels. Obviously, you get Aiden Hill back. That's big. But last game, the combination of Paul Cotter, Brendan Brisson, Brett Howden, it was not... It was not the outing you were looking for from your third line against the New Jersey Devils. You come back with Sheldon Rempel, who scores a big goal for you. It's on the power play. Five on five, I think that you probably need to find some type of traction with your third line, some type of combination, whether it's Cotter, Howden, and Bersan, or Cotter, Cotter, Howden, and Rempel that that works for you, that gives you those minutes, that allows you to roll over four lines. But the simple fact here is, you got to take what the game gives you. And if you've got players that you know maybe aren't being as impactful five-on-five, five, you look for the spots. And I think what you saw tonight out of Bruce Cassidy was one of those situations, right? Five-on-five, five, it wasn't working for Cotter. It wasn't working for Howden. It wasn't working for Rempel. So what did Bruce Cassidy do? Gets Sheldon Rempel into a spot where he can be impactful in a game. That's on the power play. Gets Brett Howden into spots where he can be impactful. That's either shorthanded right on the penalty kill, or in six-on-five situations when you're trying to protect the lead. And so you can have those players help you out in different ways beyond just going out there and giving you hard minutes at five-on-five. Five. You know, and, and to a degree, I think that you look at this type of game that the Islanders play, they're going to be a little bit more active with their defense, they're going to try to hem you in with a four-check, and they've got some big bodies. They're a heavy team. They, they can really grind you out as well. Um, especially with a younger lineup, I think that that's one of those scenarios where you have to lean on the guys that are going for you, the guys that have lived it, that have been in those types of battles before. And I think what you saw from a from a time on ice perspective kind of bears that out for Bruce Cassidy. He did what he needed to do. He coached the game that was in front of him. And, you know, it's funny because you always hear Bruce talk about when it comes to decision-making in the neutral zone for the Golden Knights, if the ice is there, take it. If it's not, puts pucks in deep and go to work on the forecheck. check. Well, Bruce coached that way tonight. He took the game that was in front of him. He recognized which guys were going five-on-five five and which guys weren't. He recognized where there were pockets inside of the game where those players could be impactful or give you something else, and it leads to a win for the Golden Knights. So have got to give a lot of love and, and some stick taps there to Bruce Cassidy, who put in, to me, a pretty masterful masterful performance in this game from behind the bench for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702 876 1340. That's the number. If you want more calls, different opinions, different viewpoints on this show, you got to pick up the phone. You got to give me a call. Taking more of your calls next on the extended postgame show. Fox Sports, Las Vegas.
0: Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace.
1: Wrapping it up here on the extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 3-2 the final the Golden Knights. Defeat the New York Islanders, sneaking in one more phone call here. We go back out to the phone lines, bring in Marianne. Hey, Marianne, how you doing?
3: Hi, Ryan. I'm doing great. How are you doing?
1: Oh, I'm fantastic. And me
3: too. All I can say is go, and Go. He, mm-hmm. Him and the staff did what they had to do to keep you know him in check. And he proved, you know, great. And considering we can't really go at the scoreline as we normally do right now, has to be great and, like you said, coaching the game in front of him. But if we get through the all-star break, and then we only have, what, I think three games after that in two mm-hmm. weeks' time, mm-hmm. hopefully by then we'll have the return of Eichel, Carly, Theodore Carey, and matteo We'll mm-hmm. be unstoppable. we just got to believe. And just be positive for no more injuries.
1: Yeah, that's, that's that's great stuff, Marianne. Thanks so much for the call. Um, you're, you're right in that you got to get to the, the bye week and the All-Star break. Obviously, you get a little bit of help on the injury front, Aiden Hill getting back into the lineup for the Golden Knights. I'm interested to see where Bruce Cassidy goes for, for Friday night's game. If you go back to Aiden Hill and then have Logan Thompson play in Detroit, or if you flip-flop that, I would imagine that both guys are going to get into action over the next uh, two games for the Golden Knights. But I, I wonder the... I wonder how you go if you're Bruce Cassidy with it, if you go Aiden in in the game against the the Rangers and then Logan against uh, Detroit. Now, that being said, um, not sure exactly who might be available for the Golden Knights coming out of the bye week in the All-Star break, but it would be amazing. It would be great, as you mentioned, Marianne, if the Golden Knights were able to get a little bit healthier coming out of the break. Um, I think Jack Eichel's probably still a little ways away but outside of that you know who knows maybe fortunes can turn for the Golden Knights in the right direction they can get start getting some of those players those impact players back into the lineup but for tonight as you know you pointed out the Golden Knights get Aiden Hill back he was phenomenal 41 saves on 43 shots he delivers a perfect performance for the vegas golden knights and they get back in the win column on the road this was a a, an area of emphasis for the golden knights you got to find a way to pick up points on the road they got points in five straight games and they have an opportunity to turn this road trip into a great road trip with a win on friday night in at madison square garden against the new york rangers so for the Golden Knights, a, a strong performance, a bounce-back performance defensively in this one from their performance last night against the New Jersey Devils. An improvement, even if it's small improvement, is pushing the needle in the right direction for the Golden Knights, and that is something to behold here. That's going to do it for us here on the Extended post-game Show. Thanks to Mateo Lopez Gonzalez down here, making sure everything sounds great. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. Thanks to you, our listeners, and our callers. It is your post-game show. It's not as much fun without your calls and your input. Until Friday. Have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
0: Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.